Your voice sounds so sultry. I can't, I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. But okay, let's just do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> and by do it, we mean go to the game <laughs> and see the Thunder beat the Jazz for the fourth seed. I was as, so into it. Yeah. As mentioned, Jesse had tickets. A friend of ours who has season tickets didn't want to go because he was supposed to go see share see ooh see share <laughs> share share <laughs> share sells seashells, seashells by, the... by the seashore. Okay, good job. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I can't do it. And then he he of course had tickets to the Timberwolves game, and so he offered a ticket up for me, and. I rolled down there and got myself sat down. Jesse had been there for the whole thing, I'm sure, shoot around. Yeah, I mean, I got there pretty much when doors opened. It was weird. You're like, I'm here to see you. <laughs> it, <laughs> I feel like this was worst case scenario for me. I hadn't, like, completely thought this one through because we kind of started getting the updates on Wednesday afternoon, that potentially Thursday things could be shut down. So I had kind of mixed emotions going, but then I get there and I'm in the section where fans can go to get autographs. And I think I was kind of relying on that because it's kind of like a shield wall. Okay. There was no shield wall because they didn't let people down there. So when the players ran by, like, I was just chilling because there was nobody sitting in front of me, and I felt so exposed. And you can't, like, clap their hands or anything, and it was just all very weird. It also is worth mentioning that there had been some rumblings on Twitter that Rudy Goober was not feeling well. And that he was being cute. But nothing was confirmed. I did get an email while I was flying down to the game because I didn't get off work till like five. And so I literally slid into my seat with my water just in time for them to fire up all the pregame stuff. I just don't know, like, why they let us go through warmups. They did uh. <laughs> they did lineup announcements. Like, they did the anthem. We were ready for the jump ball. And then they we let had, us clap forever. They had Spanish radio announcing everybody's names for um, for the low thunder. The whole thing. Yeah. Slow clap for a thousand years. And cue Billy Donovan the jazz coach and the refs having a little powwow and in my head like the alarm bell starts going off I'm like something's wrong something's wrong (laughs) I was like what's CP doing (laughs) down there why is he talking to them (laughs) yeah like what's he doing and then like things started to click and I was like oh no (laughs) like I know where this is going we've got a problem this is literally worst case scenario for me to be in a place like that with like an impending potential like are people going to be pissed are people going to be scared like I people in my section were mad I hate crowded movie theaters you know like if you need to leave. It's just worst case scenario. So I was already like ready to go. I had heard on Twitter that the refs had already called the game and that they were just waiting for confirmation. And I was ready to go. And Jesse was like, what if they play? And I'm like, I'm like, excuse me. (laughs) I'm in the second row. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, it just got weird. And then they sent the players back to the locker rooms and 
Then they did, like, all of the performances, which was even more weird. And I can't believe, like, when they said postponed, I was out of my seat, up the stairs, like, I was moving. And nobody else really was. They were all just standing there booing mad. I heard the announcer's dulcet tone, like he was like, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever he said, and I was immediately up, and I'm like, we got to go, and everybody was just kind of sitting there dumbfounded, and I'm like, guys, we've had like 20 minutes to process this. Yeah. Yeah. We got a situation. They let us slow clap forever, though. That's the part that makes me the most mad. It's embarrassing. (laughs) We were so ready. I feel really bad for everyone who had to, like, still try to make it fun. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the storm chasers. Like, I know. They were working it with the T-shirts. I know. I felt really bad. Um, I think. So we went to Whataburger. Last... <laughs> yeah, we just went and ate about it. But I think the last update that I saw was that they would suspend games for at least 30 days. To reevaluate in 30 days. Yes. And Jesse and I are just sitting at Whataburger, minding <laughs> our own business, eating about it. And all of this stuff starts rolling in about Rudy it Goober. It was confirmed, yeah, that he was positive. Tom Hanks, NBA suspended. And I'm literally just the still The players are on lockdown. <laughs> I, I think. It went from they were testing the Thunder players to they weren't because Rudy wasn't at the arena, and then Donovan Mitchell showed up positive, and then they said that they are going to test the Thunder players, and it's just a really weird place to be in. It's been weird. It's they shut down everything. Hockey's done. Spring training is done. I watched a spring training game at noon, and then... When they cut that game, girl, they cut it to, like, the test channel, and it was creepy. Dang. They didn't, because, you know, there was no post game. There yeah. wasn't, they didn't, like, roll it to anything next. It was straight to the HD chest, test, the chest channel. I'm terrible. <laughs> so. But it was super creepy. Yeah, so Wednesday was its own ordeal. Um, I don't know when we're going to get sports back, but for right now, everybody's on a little hiatus. We're recording on Thursday. Twitter is a disaster. Yes. Also, <laughs> like... not safe over there. No, this is the part that gets fun because... <laughs> The other footage we have for you guys to listen to is the Celtics recap, and I feel like at the end of that game, I was almost, like, built up as high as, like, right before that big Bucks loss, you know? Yeah, so we were we were back was, in. <laughs> y'all, y'all will find out if you stay to listen, because I was on board Ready to take on the Jazz. We're coming for the fourth seed. I was and... the Leonardo DiCaprio, like, <laughs> strolling happily oh to the Thunder game. Jesse and I are going to the Thunder game. We aren't even did sitting you, together, you, you, but it doesn't matter. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. We're just so happy to be here. Yeah. And then, and then, I mean, so, yeah, you can stick around and listen to how hopeful we are. And yeah. n- now we don't even know what we're doing. No, so we've got that game recap and then some hot or not and regular awards. Keep in mind it was all pre-recorded, but it's interesting to listen to now. Like, oh my gosh, it's things so, change so quickly. It seems so out of touch, and I would like to just say the ESPN last night was wrapping this up way better than any news channel ever. I thought they were bringing the fire. And the guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy that was at the arena, he was bringing Royce all Young. the hot updates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Royce is a, he was Chris Paul, and he was the captain. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I like that they keep showing Chris Paul being like, what's wrong with Rudy? And then, Where's Rudy? Yeah. And like, squad mom, that's a squad mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Every squad needs a mom. So, yeah, I don't know um, what the next couple episodes are going to look like. Could be just a lot of hotter knots about The Bachelor, yeah. except I don't watch it. Um, It's... It's not like a good show, but I still check it out sometimes. I know something about an awful lady named Barb. Who's Barb? Oh, Is she on well, the maybe show? that's not her name. Maybe that's not her name. Whoever's well, mother-in-law? See, oh, maybe. See, here's the thing. I only like watch loosely for the drama, so I don't really know anybody by name. Like, I kind of catch it when I can. I'm here for the tea, but then I don't it's, know anybody's name. It's that scary mother-in-law Dang. that all the memes are about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. This could, this could be our next podcast episode, <laughs> us bumbling about nonsense that we're watching, because I literally don't know what I'm doing. I'm kind of butthurt, definitely. Jesse had few tickets for future games. Um, we have tickets like, to baseball games this summer. I get it. Oh, yeah. like. But also, like, I'm very sad. I'm trying not to pout because, like, like perspective. I get mad. Yes, I get upset when we shift from one sport to the next. Like, I want all of them to just go year-round. So <laughs> I already get upset, like, for off-seasons. But this is, like, everything. It's Literally everything. I'm glad that the NBA, like, pulled the plug, though. I mean, I like your style. I like how quick it was. They were, like, I like a nice down. decision maker, yeah. That's another squad mom up there. Yeah. Shut this shit down. <laughs> now we're never going to get the Red Sox ruling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're never going to get it. The Red Sox are going to be out here. <laughs> just coasting through yeah. the coronavirus situation, and then we're going to be expected to forget about it. I, I saw that the XFL announced this <laughs> evening. Yeah, I think they were the last one. <laughs> they were trying to hold out. <laughs> yeah. But literally every sport, sports team had announced or sports agency had announced they weren't doing anything and the xfl was just still chilling i was like okay (laughs) i forgot about him honestly well i mean well (laughs) i guess we would have had something to watch but i just don't know what i'm gonna do we're gonna have to book club it or something there's a lot of Trixie and Katya episodes to catch up on. We could start doing rundowns start of their one. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little mini reviews. It's weird. Wednesdays get weird. We also just don't know how to wrap up the wrap up. <laughs> I know, especially now. So, I don't want to yeah. wrap anything up because it seems so weird and yeah there i can't i i i am not tim tebow what's up guys i'm jesse and i'm amanda and this week we are going to be recapping the okc thunder at boston celtics and then the thunder go home to play utah on wednesday march 11th 311 day which I'm really nervous about. I was also really nervous about the Celtics game. And I don't know if you remember a couple of episodes ago when I said I wasn't really, like, broke up when we lost to the Celtics at home. But I was starting to feel like I was going to get real broke up if we lost to the Celtics again. Well, I didn't, like, want to lose to them twice. Right. You know, that's just too much. I was worried, though, because what game was that? The Knicks game where Shea fell? Yes. With an audible thud, and then he was questionable with a hip contusion, and then he didn't end up playing. 
which upset me more than I thought it would, honestly. I was so nervous about Tifer getting the start, and I hate to be like that, but I'm like, all right, here we go. I mean, it's not where I would have went, but it seemed to work out. But first fashion? But first fashion, who was your favorite? Girl, Chris Paul came through in a... 1974 it was brown and orange plaid pant with a jacket with another jacket mock turtleneck matching orange and brown shoes white beanie those pants were so loud and the plaid was so big that I don't care what you do it was too like 70s for me I, I couldn't get behind it. Like, maybe pieces of that in an outfit, but it was a lot. It just, once. to me, like, tied in the whole mood, and I can get into that it later. It was like a vibe. Yeah. Overall, I really liked um, Lou coming in all black, hoodie up. Hood up, yeah. It's a statement. Dennis was kind of laid back today, I thought. He had, um, like, that half-and-half half hoodie with um, some type of jogger and then a black beanie. So that was pretty relaxed from him. I still thought he looked good. Shay was in ripped-up jeans but with basketball logos patched onto them. I saw that. I also noticed he still has the white hoodie on. So I think one thing we learned about Shay for this walk-in is he's got to be a pretty tidy person to be rocking the same white hoodie and for it to be so clean still. Do you think he, like, traveled with two white hoodies and they were in bags? See, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt, like, same one, still clean. Man, that's a trustworthy person. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Shay is trustworthy. I really liked the flannel, the green and gray flannel moment over the white hoodie. I felt like that that looked really cute. But, I mean, I'm a 1990s kid, so I really like flannel. Uh, Mike Moose coming at me in the skinny jeans and Doc Martin boots again. Yes. Nader yeah. looked like a blue condom. <laughs> I couldn't see if he had a book. Well, they did the walk-in, like, on the move. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of really fast screenshotting. But I think that for, like, my most put-together look, I think that Nerlens looked the best. Yeah. He normally wears, like, a hoodie or something relaxed, but he always has it together. They've been to the van store, all <laughs> of them, apparently. Sorry, you know I'm watching post-game. Okay, I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to turn it off. I oh, no, I turned the volume up. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I okay. can't watch the Rockets Magic game, so I guess I'm watching the Toronto Kings game. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. But who was your, who was your favorite look? Hmm, probably Shay. Shit, Shay. Did you say shit, Shay? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. Just a drawn out mm, Shay. Shay, Shay, Shay. Yeah. Well, hopefully Shay will play again. What are you eating? Not eating anything. What are you doing? Was I rumbling? It sounds like you have a wrapper. I need, ma'am. <laughs> what are you eating? Are you like an animal, a domesticated <laughs> animal? Like when you like shake the treat bag? Pretty much, it's right in my ear. I needed some chapstick, and I had to dig in my purse. My lips were very dry, Napoleon. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, Sunday, Sunday. Tifer got start. 
Gallinari got us on the board. I thought we looked really good in the first quarter overall. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was until the second where it kind of started to fall apart, but it was as close of a game as I would have anticipated in the beginning until they started hitting all those threes. Oh that got gosh. hurtful. We had r- some really nice points up in the first quarter. Nader had a good block. He did have a little whoopsie turnover right after his block that kind of yeah. took the wind out of the sails. <laughs> but the Celtics didn't shoot that great towards the end of the first, which was good for us. And we had at one point an eight-point lead. But then, I mean, not to worry, Boston came rolling right back. Yeah. Um I also liked, I know Dort missed a three early, but he shot another one and made it, so I like that he doesn't freeze when he's open. I thought Ferg looked more confident tonight than I have seen him in a while. He had four points. Yeah, and he didn't look, like, lost out there. He just yeah. seems like everything clicked a little bit more. Hami made a three. Tommy looked good. He had some, I don't know what I want to say about Hami. Are you mad at Hami? No, I'm not mad at Hami. I mean, like. He said, no. No. I mean, we'll get into it. At the end of the first, OKC 29, Boston 26. I don't feel like that we could have asked for more there. Yeah, Dennis had nine, Gallo five, Chris Paul four. So Dennis had such a great steal at the beginning of the second quarter. And Nader missed a layup, and they called a timeout. And then he immediately shot a three. I mean, Nader just shoots the ball. Yeah. He didn't care about anything. (laughs) No. And I know why it's frustrating, but then at the same time, I kind of like it too. But it was a problem in the second quarter because I feel like that they were starting to get really anxious. And it was just like, I got the ball, going to shoot the ball, got the ball, going to shoot the ball. And I got it and I'm shooting, yeah. And then I'm going to turn it over and then we're going to shoot it. And then and it was, (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh. It's It's just just, very busy, I guess. It got a little out of hand. And then we have the pretty Dennis alley-oop to Ferg in the second. Dennis was like at half court. That was no. Nader had some another nice block in the second. Chris Paul got that personal foul, and he was so pissy. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> he was kind of pissy all game, I thought. Not that, like, I don't like that, but the boys kind of had an attitude. I didn't see the interaction that was being reported on Twitter between Chris Paul and apparently a fan who was trying to talk a little trash, a child, if you will. Yeah, I never saw it either. They said it, they showed it, but I never saw it. Supposedly some kid mouthed off to Chris Paul, and then Chris Paul was like, hi, I'm Chris Paul, and you need to do better. Yeah, like, I think they said at first he told the kid that maybe he was entitled or privileged or something like that. They went down and shot free throws, and then he came back and was like, I'm Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, it's like, way. It's like the way I read it, which if you're going back, I feel like you were pretty mad. Normally, I mean, like, I make a statement and I'm out, but if I'm coming back for more. <laughs> we like, got troubles. <laughs> yeah. I know you already mentioned Tifer taking that pass from half court, but – it just warmed my heart. <laughs> yeah. I need to get him some more confidence. Where there's only 10 regular season games left as of today, Sunday. I know. Like, I want Ferg to do well. But then sometimes he just freezes. I know. I understand. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, At the end of the second quarter, I have down four Celtics threes on four possessions. Just kidding. Hayward made it five. <laughs> yeah. And also, so I had read on Twitter, somebody was like, since that injury, Hayward's not the same. And I was kind of like, mm, yeah, okay. Mm. 
Yeah, I can see that. And then he lit us up tonight. (laughs) I thought Hayward looked really good. I thought he did, too. And I thought that the Hayward and Gallo matchup, I thought that was really fun. Yep. I will say I think Hayward maybe won, but I thought that was a fun matchup. I loved Lou Dort and Jason Tatum. Yeah. All day long. I thought Dort looked good. There were a few things that obviously we could have done a little bit better, but I thought overall he looked good. I think he finished with eight. It was 63-52 Celtics at the half. And at the third, the Celtics looked so good. And I know we just talked about that, but I have it down, just how good Hayward looked in the third quarter. And we were scare-ambling and shooting instead of passing. And then all of a sudden, here here we are. Ooh, that stutter. (laughs) That was so bad. That was like a pre-recorded stutter. It was so bad. With the rebounds, okay? (laughs) But then we were three points down with a minute to go in the third, and I'm like, we're back at it again, doing that thing we do. Yeah, I thought it was nice that before half, we did get a couple of points. I think Gallo got a three. I think Chris Paul maybe drove and made one. So we did cut the score to 11 before half. And then we came out in the third and we did score a few quick buckets to like cut the lead more. So that made me feel a little bit more comfortable because at half I was nervous. Yeah. The most notable play for me in the third is the Chris Paul pass to Dennis for the three at the end. Buzz, oh, not yeah. quite not quite a buzzer beater, but might as well be. There was also that play where Steven had the ball and he was coming down the middle of the court and he threw the ball to the wing and went to post up and we got the awful Marcus Smart flop. But they oh. didn't call it a foul. They just like stopped play. Which was really weird. Yeah. So that whole thing was very very strange and then I think on the next possession is when Steven banked in the free throw I'm like sir at least he made it he didn't make some later but I get nervous when he starts banking them when he had that shot clock violation I was like ooh, yeah I mean that wasn't necessarily his fault it was just there wasn't anywhere to go but I really felt like that, I mean, wasn't Marcus Smart just being separated from referees like four games ago? So I'm like, what's the deal? This is what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's, <laughs> that's why true. they just stopped play. I don't know, but I feel like that it is a momentum killer. Yeah. Like, they didn't even call a foul. So it was just all very strange to me. At the end of the third, I felt like the Ludo was just like offense to defense, offense to defense. And I'm like, yes. When he decides he's ready to run on a fast break, he's actually really fast. Yeah, he is. He really is. And it's always surprising to me. And it doesn't matter if there's one defender, two defenders. If he's on a fast break, I just always think we have an advantage. He's going to blow through. Yeah. We also had Dennis got fouled on that three, but then did he miss all three free throws? I think he did. Oh, did he? I think he did miss all three, and that was towards the end of the third. Gosh. So it wasn't the best free throw night. It was 84-83 Celtics at the end of the third, which by that time my heart was – Starting to race. I was starting to message you. Starting to get nervous. This was just like a fun game, though. It was kind of like the last one whenever they played in Oklahoma City. Like You it said just it was had, like a playoff vibe. Yeah, it just had like a good pace. I think they're pretty evenly matched, and it was just a good game. Five o'clock start time on Sunday. Okay. I didn't realize how ideal that would be. Like, I don't know. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. That'll work. 
But then I actually liked it more. Yeah, than I thought I would. It got over at a good time for, like, us old people. I was into it. At the beginning of the fourth, Nader tied it 86-86 with a three. And then he got a big block. And I'm like, do it again, Nader. (laughs) I have, like, a (laughs) love-hate relationship with Nader. Because he does some things that I'm super into. But then the other half of the time, I'm mad at him. That's fair. But I still want him to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, shoot it again. Chris Paul got a little pop in the eye from Jason Tatum. I think overall, we did a better job with Kimba and Tatum. Kimba especially. Kimba was pretty quiet. Yeah, I know he looked good. And... Marcus Smart, I think, maybe scored, like, 19, but I thought that we did a really good job defensively. What about when Diallo, baby Diallo, was down there fighting for that rebound, and the Monstars were, like, <laughs> lording over him? Yeah. I mean, everybody knows I want Hami to play. If I have, like, one complaint, you know how, like, Nader's balls to the wall, I'm going to score or I'm not going to score, but I'm definitely going to shoot it. And then Hami's kind of the same with fouling. Like, he does everything so full out that sometimes it's just a little too much. (laughs) He gets into some foul trouble sometimes. Do the most. Yeah, but but I I can't get mad because he's, like, in there doing it, you know. I know. we can't foul, you know, every play. So that would be my one complaint about him. I feel like the biggest momentum of the fourth for me was when Ludo took the charge and Tatum got the offensive foul and then he got real pissy and he slammed the ball down. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, afterwards, because he got a technical, didn't he? He got yeah. an offensive foul and then a technical. And Gallo then he shot was, the free throws. Yeah, then they were zoomed in on his face, and he was like, what? And I'm like, oh, okay, like, if that's what we're doing. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. And then Dennis nailed a big three. Nerl- I felt like Nerland's had a little trouble tonight. Um, he got, a, you know, one of them loose foul fouls. And that was his fourth. <laughs> yeah, and then he was called for that offensive foul in the fourth for the moving screen. Steven was called on one, too, but at least, like, when he hit Kimba, he hit Kimba. You know, like, <laughs> Kimba was down for a little bit, so they both got called for an offensive foul. And the then I think play. Chris Paul got called for one, too, didn't he, in the fourth? Yep. When he was backing somebody down. So there were a lot of those tonight. The big play in the fourth was the steal. Dennis got the steal off Kimba. Yeah, they had definitely stressed me out. You and I were messaging because we were trying to figure out who got to 100 first. And the Celtics definitely did. They did and then, after some research. <laughs> yes, and then Chris Paul was shooting free throws when we were at 99. So when he made both of those, we went up 101 to 100. But we still squeaked it out, even though we didn't make it to 100 first. 105 to 104 off the Dennis steal. We had 8.5 seconds left, and they couldn't. The the end was like kind of over underwhelming to me. Like they couldn't get a playoff, and then it was like, uh, it's over. <laughs> I I did like that Chris Paul was guarding Jason Tatum for that last possession. He seemed super proud of that, too, so that was fun. But I would say, like, overall, yeah, the Celtics didn't get a good shot off. But we'll take it. A dub is a dub. Mm-hmm. And we made the wheels go round and round on the road, girl. 3-0. <laughs> and oh. What's up? It got weird. Sometimes, but, yeah. You're right. I do sound pretty sultry. Hey, girl. Hey. Do you want to see your award, or do you want me to go first? Um, You can go first this time. Okay, good, because <laughs> I've already got 
<laughs> okay, perfect. To say. <laughs> Uh, my Mr. Thunder is Chris Paul, 28.7 assists, and at one point in the second, he was, like, yelling out the defense instructions. He was just generally stomping around, being pissy, and I'm like, I need a Chris Paul in my life <laughs> to be yelling at me what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Firm hand, please, and I just would like to thank Chris Paul for being our daddy. Because we needed it without Shay, big time. And then I in this post-game like, interview, he said yeah, he was super emotional. That. He said he hadn't been that emotional in a while. And he said being together and playing for each other got him back on track. And I'm like, okay, I'm on the train. Yeah, when he said, I told Dennis I'll fight with him any day, I was like, well, it was a nice little honey post-game moment. Yep. So, I had CP as my first choice. My alternate would be Dennis. He finished with 27 points, 6 assists, and a steal at the end of the game. That was super pretty. Um, Him and CP were blocking Kimba, and he got the steal. And he put us up for the final of 105-104. He also hit that 3 at the end of the third. And I just thought, overall, he looked really good. This was Chris Paul and Dennis Schroeder's game. It really was. Like, point guards, off the bench. It was their game. Who's your cupcake? Uh, It really hurts me to do this. Dang it. I want to know. I've got a suspicion. I think Steven and I are fighting. And... He had a tough game. It was a tough game. He played 26 minutes, and I think he got six points. Um, One of two from the field. I don't think there's any universe where he should only be shooting two shots a game. I don't think he was very aggressive. Of course, like, he plays defense rebounding. That is always there. The hustle is always there. But I want him to want the ball sometimes. And he only shot twice. He was four of eight on his free throws. He banked that one in. He missed two at the end of the game with, like, 30 (laughs) seconds left. That could have put us up. Yeah, he missed both of them. And I know, like, the second one, Chris Paul got the rebound. But also, sir, you missed both of them. He did have one assist and three steals, one block. I just don't think... There's any universe he should only shoot twice. That's like, fair. he didn't ask for the ball one time. So, I think we're fighting. Well, and I know you're watching that, too, so you're fixated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm locked in. <laughs> Poor Steven's not going to be able to catch a break. I'm like, can you give me, like, one James Harden outing? Like, I don't care. I just want you to shoot the ball. <laughs> oh, <God>. Okay. <laughs> just ask for the ball okay i kind of already touched on mine but my cupcake is going to marcus smart because you play too much yeah that flop was ridiculous and he just like generally annoys me you you play too much that's it yeah yeah he would have been my alternate i actually picked marcus smart first but then i was like no i gotta do it my alternate Mr. Thunder was Lou Dort. I just was, like, living for his hustle this game. Yeah, I thought he looked good, too. Hopefully, though, next game against the Jazz, I'll be there, second row. Maybe Steven will get it together. Hopefully. Wear the jersey. We'll see how yeah. things go. Yeah. I'm also super anxious about the Jazz game because it – I don't want to be like, it's a must win, but I mean. It kind of is a must win. If the Rockets lose tonight, we're in fifth and they're in fourth. So, kind of feels like that. Well, we'll be back at it. Well, after losing to the Bucks and Clippers, I guess it feels like that. Maybe, yeah. So that we can keep getting put into the conversation. Yeah. Okay. 
hot or not. As of this recording, and it might it'll change by the time we post, of course, but right this second, in a rebuild year, Oklahoma City is number five in the Western Conference. Hot or not? Hot or not. Well, I think it's hot. I mean, obviously it's hot. I'm like that Paul Rudd, look at us. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. We're and having a lot of Portland. fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're winning. Yeah, I think it's super hot. Everyone is so engaged. Yeah. There's a lot of cute stuff going around on the gram. It, it was just, picture day. It just feels good. Feels good feeling good. Look it at upsets us. me to see. Look <laughs> at us. But also it upsets me to see Dre because I'm like, what are we doing? He can be in the picture. I'm not saying I don't want him in the picture. I'm like, can, like, oh, can we I get a loose like, time? <laughs> you can't sit like, with us, actually. No, like, I mean, more like, they've literally given us, well, he's back from California, and I'm like, can we get, like, an official update? Like, what's the game plan? Today, what day is today? Is today March 10th? (laughs) (laughs) We do. We don't ever know what day it is. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) I think it's March 10th right now. As we speak, and Darius should be getting reevaluated soon too. Yes. Um, Darius will be back before Dre. Yeah. (laughs) I just want like an official Dre update, and I don't feel like I've been given that. They're just kind of like flashing him in front of me, but then we're not going to talk about it. That's fair. I just want to overanalyze it, okay? Let me know. Okay. Is he coming back this season? <laughs> Where we're going to put him in the lineup. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> so, my first hot or not, it is Houston-related, the Astros. Justin Verlander was shut down in his last outing with a mild lat strain, and he is doubtful for the opener. Do you feel sorry for him? Man. (laughs) Tough question. I would like all real sports fans do this where we're like, I would never wish an injury. Right. Like I would never. Anyone. Like ever. But then inside all sports fans are also like, hmm. I mean, it's notable, I feel. It's interesting. It's just, he's always been so vocal until, like, the biggest scandal of my generation. And then, like, he just fell off the face of the earth and didn't have anything to say. So... I mean, injury-wise, obviously not hot. Injuries are not hot. Right. But the way the circumstances have played out, it's definitely warm. I mean, I'm not out here, like, wishing for anybody to get hurt. Ever. But if you mess up with the bad jujus, like, I don't know. Who are we to say? Yeah. Maybe I'm the one messing with the bad juju. But also, like, I don't really know who else they have starting pitching-wise. I guess they still have Grinky. No but challenge. From what they went, <laughs> from what they went, <laughs> sorry, I was late to the party. From what they went from last year, starting pitching-wise, to Zach Grinky being your main option, that's significantly different. No challenge. Are you going to watch their first game? I'm just doing my best Patrick Beverly. You got to, like, sound more disgusted. And you have to have a higher opinion of yourself when you say it. Well, that's going to be a little difficult because <laughs> I don't think I could quite 
possibly ever get there. No. No, I don't even know how he does. No, I probably won't watch their first game. Like, I'm not going to, like, make it a point. I'm not going to, like, miss one of my games to watch it, but they play in Oakland, so I know it's going to be a late game. Like, if it just strolls through Like, maybe I'll pop in. Yeah, like, we'll see what's going on. Yeah. But it's definitely not, like, a priority for me. I mean, I definitely want to know, like, the general vibe, but I probably won't watch the whole thing. I mean, is Mike Fires going to be there? Swirly do stash or no? I heard he's not even pitching well. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Not that I've, like, checked into it too much. You know, that's what Twitter <laughs> told me. <laughs> but also, that's what I read. You Since turn, I brought man. it up. Patrick Beverly on guarding LeBron, no challenge, not a problem. He he did. Okay. Yeah. The only thing that I'm going to give Patrick Beverly in this is he did the full Russell Westbrook versus Barry Trammell. Yeah. Like one word, no, no challenge. And then he lets him get the next question out. No challenge. So, I mean, I can appreciate that kind of shit behavior because that's a Russ move and I like it. But at the same time, when I log into Twitter 45 minutes prior to that interview and LeBron literally is being tossed like a little scrap of snack by LeBron (laughs) while he was guarding him. Yeah. <laughs> it it looks challenging so, to me. As an overthinker, I guess I kind of started thinking about well, I don't really know how the question was worded to him. Okay, so I'm gonna give him that. Because it was it like one of those questions where he was like, Okay, yeah, it's no challenge. Like obviously it's a challenge. I don't know, but I don't want to give him like too much credit. I was in actually going to give him my Oh Honey Award. In the interview, the questions to me were not worded. Like, yes, obviously, like, I think, how is it guarding LeBron? Like, I think that that's kind of a foolish question. But then somebody asked a follow-up question, but you know how they just kind of, like, switch the, um, they just kind of switch the narrative So, I mean, the back and forth is really funny, like, if you haven't watched the video of the questions, but Patrick Beverly's being a shit. Yes, and I don't know. I just feel like there's been tons of talk about LeBron and the MVP, and everyone's chief complaint is whenever somebody's talking about LeBron, they throw out his age, and they're like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with it, but also... The Lakers just played the Bucks, and he had 37 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. And against the Clippers, he had 28 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. So, he balling in big games, you know. And I think they said he had more points and rebounds than Giannis and Kawhi combined. And I know Giannis got hurt in that game. I don't really know, like, at what point. But I just feel like... When Daddy needed to come through, he did. Pause then, for goat sound. Yeah, and then Patrick Beverly was, like, butthurt about it. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, your turn. No challenge, your turn. Hmm. Let's just do, like, a fun little quick easy one. I feel like everybody's seen the A-Rod and J-Lo flip the switch. Video. Oh, I have that, too. A-Rod and J-Lo hit the switch. Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody write it down. This is the second time in a row that I'll be speaking about A-Rod and say, like, nice things about him. But I thought that was really funny. I wanted more, like, obviously J-Lo is serving everything in that white dress. But... They definitely didn't give A-Rod as much camera time. So I'm only going to, no. I'm not going to give it like five fire emojis. 
Um, I'm going to go like three for how hot JLo was and how funny the video is, but I needed more A-Rod time. I mean, I feel like we got the point, and I was okay with him out, <laughs> but he was <laughs> dancing, but I thought it was cute. I was just trying to see him bring that booty around, like, just so. <laughs> Give okay. us a side view, okay? <laughs> I know. Let us know what you're working with. She was obviously working it. Oh, gosh. Forever. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Charles Barkley has responded to Draymond Green. I've been waiting for this. With a quote. I knew he would respond. And the quote is, he's like the go- the goy. Oh, my God. The oh, goy. my God. <laughs> okay, I have to start over. He's like the guy in the boy band who is the least important member, and he thinks the crowd is cheering for him. He doesn't realize he's standing next to Justin Timberlake, which I love it generally. But at the same time, how are you going to do Joey, JC, Lance, and that other guy that way? How are you going to compare them to Draymond Green? See, don't do sync like that. NSYNC was just, like, a touch before my time, so, like, I have to differentiate, like, which which band had Justin Timberlake. So, like, I get the quote, but also, like, I feel like that's kind of what I said last episode when I was, like, Draymond thinks he's out here, like, running Sun the West Coast. on, I know. Yeah. But so. I also... I've never forgiven Charles Barkley you haven't. for wearing those boots to Oklahoma, first things first, when they did playoffs in Oklahoma. And I've never forgiven him for saying that Oklahoma City can't support an NBA team the end. So the two of them together are acting up, and it's like, which one is worse? I can't decide. I think Draymond's got to be worse. Oh, and I'm living for this quote. I think it's hot. I mean, obviously, I feel like we're going to get a rebuttal. It is hot, for sure. I appreciate the boy band moment. So my last hot or not, we've had all this drama in Brooklyn. And the Nets and head coach Kenny Atkinson have mutually agreed to part ways. When you kind of start looking into it, it gets just as messy as I thought it was going to. But pretty much Wednesday after the team lost 118-79 to to the Grizzlies, they had a team meeting. And KD reportedly said the Nets are not building a culture capable of winning a championship. I'm going to let that sink in. (laughs) And then it came out that Kenny wasn't fond of coaching KD and Kyrie. And then it kind of got into KD and Kyrie are close with DeAndre Jordan, who hasn't been starting. Jarrett Allen was starting over him. And that's the first change that the new coach has made. DeAndre is starting, I heard. So it just gets messy. And then... I guess the coach was mad with Kyrie for not being able to stay in the lineup consistently and, like, all these other things. I knew this was coming because several, several episodes ago when Kyrie was hurt again and the coach was like, oh, I wasn't familiar with that, and Kyrie had said that there was this injury, I knew something was brewing in the background, this is actually my Yes Queen Award that Kevin Durant is out here imploding another basketball team. I mean, I and just I, feel like... I said what I said. <laughs> it's him. <laughs> uh, and maybe I'm off the mark with this, but I feel like coaches can only do so much when we're dealing with adults. And for the most part... It is the all-stars to kind of put the best foot forward for the team. And 
if he can't take some, I know he's not playing also, like, obviously, but if he can't take some responsibility for building a culture capable of winning, then I can't really get behind anything he does. You know what I mean? Like, he still has input on the team. Everybody, oh, when you say the Nets, somebody responds Kevin Durant. Absolutely. You know? So I think he's trying to just weasel out of this one. And obviously he's not playing. Like, I get that. But I feel like attitudes kind of go beyond that. Of course they do. So I guess I'm I'm team Kenny. For sure. For sure, for sure. I'm also just not super surprised that we've got all this drama when KD and Kyrie are involved. And they're not even playing. No, and it's like they're always out here, like, talking about how somebody's wronged them. And I'm like, good Lord, like, just. What did we learn we from not? last episode from yeah. A-Rod? Yeah. Take some responsibility. And, like, I know they're not playing, but the part that makes me the mad, yeah, it makes yes. me the mad. <laughs> it makes me the mad that that's the quote that we get from him as far even... as, like, getting the team together. Like, that's not a positive thing to build behind. No, it's shitty. It's it's blaming. It is a statement from ego and maybe he needs to get some books from Nader. I don't know. Dang. Nader reading is hot. If we're going to, yeah. like. Oh, yeah. You said, yeah. <laughs> if we're going to, like, end on a good note. I'm trying to get him submitted to Hot Dudes Reading on Instagram. <laughs> Keep working at it. We can do it. We can do it. We found out what he was reading. Yeah. Thank you, Instagram. A lot of basketball drama in the Hot or Nots. Do you have any more? Nope. I had A-Rod and J-Lo hit the switch, so we had that together. Well, we kind of already went over my, oh, honey, that's going to Pat Bev for Pat being Bev. a turd. Yeah. My yes queen. It's just going to go ahead and float. It's a shady yes queen, but I'm floating that to Kevin Durant <laughs> for putting his magic on another team. Um, Nets. <laughs> my yeah they didn't know I don't think I feel like by now you should so my yes queen I'm going to give it to Aaron Boone and I am a sucker for nasty defense I don't care if it's basketball baseball you know whatever but I've absolutely loved Gio Urshela since he started playing third base for the Yankees and this is what Aaron Boone was quoted saying about him. He said he laughs at a ground ball coming to him. It's like he's getting into a warm bath. He just picks it up real nice, you know? And I'm like, Aaron, I do know. Like, I understand everything you just said to me. So I'm trying to get amped up for baseball. I'm still pretty nervous, but yes, Queen. I like that quote. Wasn't it just Aaron's birthday? It's like he's getting into a warm bath. I myself don't take baths. I hate water. But I see what you did there. Weird And he's not wrong. Yeah. You and a lot of sports figures have a lot of, like, have the same birthday on the same week, too. And it's weird for me. (laughs) Shaq's a Pisces. (laughs) Shaqed in a fool. Yeah, which is, like, my favorite finding, I think, yeah. My Oh Honey Award, it's not, like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed and just kind of like, oh, honey. But Yairo Munoz of the St. Louis Cardinals, a.k.a. Gus Gus, a.k.a. he messaged me on Instagram one time. He Wasn't went it home. just a question mark? Yeah, it was. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's not the point. I'm just saying, like. Didn't he just send a question mark? Which, like, how do you even respond to that? Well, yeah, like, I followed him 
this has been a long time ago, <laughs> but I followed him and then he sent me a question mark and then I was like too weirded out to yeah, send a this question is not mark a shot at your question mark. It's just like. <laughs> Well, I don't know what your intent is. I was like, dang, you coming for me. Oh, my gosh, no. That's not where <laughs> I'm going with this. I'm just like, sir, you can't even, like, I don't know what to do with that. Well, yeah, I don't know how to respond. And I didn't respond because I didn't know how to respond, which is weird. Because if you know me, a bitch always responds. <laughs> she always responds. But also, like, I just wanted to add that into the oh, honey, because, like, we didn't know what to do with that. Like, it was just, a, like, where does this go? How does the conversation, like, start from here? You open the door, but how do we slide in? Like, I don't know. Maybe there was a language barrier. I don't know. Maybe. But I feel like I just followed him. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, I saw on Instagram, actually, on a page that I follow, a Cardinals page that I follow, that Yairo didn't tell anybody, got on a plane, and went home. And then the next day, he was released on waivers, and he's a free agent. So, I mean, okay, bye, I guess. Maybe something came up. Some Something suddenly came up. I don't know. I know that people had a lot of complaints about Yairo, but it wasn't, like, the first person that I would have picked to jump on a plane. Well, who would you then? I don't want to stay <laughs> because then it'll put boo, it'll put bad boo boo judo voodoo on the season. Okay, so, but that's my own honey. He just left. He left. If I put so. somebody on a plane, it would be Clint. I'm just gonna put it out oh, there. Clint, Clint drives me wild and not in a good way. Yeah, bless his heart. He had a really yeah. tough season. I'm like, just, it's looking like he's going to be on the opening day roster. Not only that, he's probably going to play. I'm like, can you just catch the ball when they hit it to you? If closing pitcher Brebbia doesn't grow his beard back, he can get on a plane. Dang. (laughs) Facial hair is important sometimes. (laughs) Not on Baker Mayfield, but. He's I can't believe my, he's my next award. He is okay. okay. I figured he'd be in here somewhere. He's I in said my what next I said. award. Well, okay, get in there. Well, it's your turn, but since you insist, <laughs> it is Baker May. We haven't talked about Baker May since the cheesecake incident. Since then, <laughs> there's been some grand posts from Baker May, him and his wife, as long as. God is at our center. Nothing can come between us. I feel like that they're really working towards <laughs> moving past the cheesecake drama. <laughs> but I have to give a Bob Stoops Pinky Power Play Award to Baker Mayfield because his Heisman Award or his Heisman statue is going to be unveiled during the spring game, April 18th. I don't even know why I feel like this. But I need to see it in person. I need to know, okay, what is the hair going to be like? Is there yeah. a headband? Like, I have so many questions. They better is he gonna have that? Is he going to have that weird look on his face? Like, <laughs> facial hair, no facial hair. Like, I just have so many questions. My pinky power play, I'm taking it back to the Celtics game when Chris Paul and Dennis trapped Kimba. And then Dennis got the steal. That is my pinky power play. Oh, my gosh. I have kind of gotten in there a little bit more. And I'm like, first of all, like, I don't even know why Kimba was going that direction. Like, that was away from his own goal. Like, I don't really know what he was doing. But I think that adds to why I like it so much. Like Like, a J.R. Smith moment? Yeah, like, I didn't know which way I was supposed to go. (laughs) Obviously, he was trying to get away from Chris Paul, but I'm like, that's absolutely not the way you would have wanted to go. So, since I've watched the play so many times, I'm like, I have no idea what Kimba was doing, but I think that's why I like it so much. And I think we needed that win. There's just so much emotion in the last like the last 30 seconds of that game and then like 30 seconds post game, just like everybody excited into it. It, 
It felt really nice. The Chris Paul door chest bump absolutely, like, it ruined me. It ruined me. I'm like, I just, I love you guys so much. Thank you for and, pulling and this one out. Darius was out there in Nerlands, and yeah. there was some hugging, and there Bros. was some stunting, yeah. and some yelling, and it was, <laughs> yeah. just, it, it was all really good. Yeah. It was good. Got a Tim Tebow? I don't have a Tim Tebow this week. Mine's still, like, it's still a not Tim Tebow. It's not on the same scale as the judge news, but literally it got fired up again. L. Gary has a sore back, and I'm like, well, here we go. I think that pretty much is on the men's, and he would have started catching activities, even though he wasn't going to travel with the team. They were saying he'd be back Friday, but then he got sick, and now he has a fever, and I'm maybe just that's like, why his back hurt, though. Like, maybe he was sore because he's sick. It's just like every day I get another update, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't understand. We are getting some good updates. Like, Stanton is doing, I think, some type of treadmill work. And I think Paxton should start throwing again soon. So, we are getting some good updates, but I just don't really understand what's going on. I think that the thing that I would be the most excited about right now is, like, the end of the regular season. NBA is firing up. And so, like, like I said, when we were doing Hot or Nots, there's a lot of NBA. Like, everybody's firing up with the funnies. And I'm with the funnies. <laughs> we're with the funnies. Okay? Always. So, yeah, postseason basketball, here we come. Becomes much more important. I think we'll be fifth or sixth. I mean, I think we'll be fifth. I'm going to lock it in at fifth. I think we'll be fifth. But then, like, I start doing that thing where I get wild, and I'm like, okay, so we're in fifth. Why can't we cruise into fourth and still be playing the Jazz and have, and like, And then why home can't court? we beat the Lakers? And then no we're challenge. take on Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> but then I start, like, getting crazy. And I'm like, then tell Giannis we're coming back to Milwaukee, you know, and I just, like. <laughs> Find that kid who had that jersey on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I just start, like, this whole series of things. So I have to be really careful. <laughs> when I try to make predictions because I, saw, I just go all in. I saw a tweet today that was hurtful but very appropriate, and it was along the lines of, like, I love the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I am, you know, standing behind this team, but I also know that we're not a contender. And I'm like, okay. Fine. <laughs> Okay. I want to talk about it. Okay. Like, well, then what's the point? (laughs) It has been like so fun that it was easy for me to get wrapped up in. I literally went from heartbroken, I'm not watching at all. I don't like basketball to like watching every game, post game, you know, like all the business. If you go back to like our last, like, if you go back to episodes like one through 10, I'm literally roasting Jessie because the only reason she was going to watch basketball was to watch Giannis play the Thunder. (laughs) So times they are a changing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's been super fun to watch, but I am trying to, like, stay grounded. I'm not trying to get too wild. Thunder upper.